Let's try it. Oh, it's on. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's pause to give him honor. It's amazing how fast-paced our life is today that, that it's a pause rather than a constant posture. I wonder if it was that much different amongst our founding fathers. Do you find the mention of God in this statement, the statement of our independence, the declaration of independence, foreign to our ears? Listen to this. This is the last of the Declaration of Independence. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that, they, and that all political connection between them and the state of Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. They went all in. And when you make commitments like that, the human heart turns to a strength bigger than itself. It turns to God. I wonder sometimes if we've gotten too independent. If God would call us to our strength by calling us back to himself. We depended on divine providence. You know, for us as Christians, as we come for this meal, we count on God going with us and strengthening us and empowering us to live the life that he calls us to live. That's just natural for us. Why is it so strange for us to consider that our founding fathers, when they made that declaration and when they said their prayers, counted on his providence as much for them as we do today? I read stories this last weekend of George Washington and God's providential hand on that leader the way when he approached a river and was completely uh, uh, vulnerable to fire God from the enemy God just happened to roll in a fog that kept them as they crossed the Potomac I, I read stories of how George Washington reeling and running from the British regulars uh, came across about 40 of his own men who were running and confused turned and greeting them Hello, brave soldiers. And they turned and faced this large man on a white horse. And he turned them around and then ran, ran his horse up and down the line that was forming as regulars were approaching them from 80 yards away. Ran up and down the line in, on his horse, protecting them from fire, and then came to the center of the formation and led them within 30 yards of the enemy 
at which time they lowered their muskets, his, his soldiers lowered their muskets, and there was a barrage of fire and complete fog as George Washington, mounted on his horse, was in the middle of the crossfire, untouched. Untouched. Indians in the French and Indian War would say later that, later that they finally quit wasting their bullets on trying to hit Washington. They were certain that they had him dead in their sights at least 18 times, but nothing happened. George Washington himself said that his, his own coat was pelted with bullet holes. Two horses shot from under him, and yet he never a scratch. How do you explain that? May God be as much a provident factor in our lives today as he ever has been for this nation or for any one of us. As we come to this table, we welcome that kind of partnership in each of our lives. Could we say with our forefathers today, that we depend on him that we might be stronger in our independence. Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning asking your divine providence over all that you call us to these days. We thank you that on the night that you gave yourself up for us, you took bread, gave thanks to the Father, and broke the bread. You gave it to your disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father. And he gave it to his disciples saying, take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So, Lord God, we ask that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread that they may be for us what they signify, a point of contact for our faith to partake of your very essence. 